ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. This is your boy, the coach from the WWE. I would like to welcome you to the very first wrestling podcast in the world to take you on a weekly deep dive in the classic matches along with legends of the squared circle. Enjoy the discussion. Enjoy the back and forth. There's so much to get into. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Payoff. Welcome to an all-new episode of The Payoff. I'm Tom. That's Jeff. Flair, Steamboat, Chi-Town, Rumble, 1989. Jeff, this is match number 185 that we've covered. But we're still coming across just fantastic matches. And next week, I'm actually super pumped about as well. Like, I mean, I look at our lineup and what we have coming up, and I'm like, how how are there still this many great matches, iconic moments that somehow we haven't covered? And I've never seen this match. I am super excited. Uh, But what's going on with you, my man? Yeah, this is one uh, again. Like, let me let me give the old spiel for everybody because it's been a while here. And so, of course, like it's 185 episodes. We're not stopping. We always appreciate when you share with us on social media some different matches. Uh, we we always going to shout you out for those of you that share those with us. But let's let, let let's get the chain going here. Let's get some five stars on the different uh, apps here. Whether you're using Spotify, whether you're using Apple Music, whatever it is. Like let, let let's let's get some five stars this week. And so in honor of this five-star match, like, why not? You know, let's get it out there. Um, but then also, too, like, this is one where, um, yeah, I'm right there with you. It feels like, how do we, there's always matches. There's like, how have we gone 185 episodes and not talked about this? Or how have we, you know, gone, you know, this many episodes and not talked about that? And so uh, we've still probably got, uh, you know, and the list is always growing, probably 200 more matches that we can cover on our list. But uh, this is one where it's just kind of like, the hell like it's time to talk about this one it kind of you know it, it doesn't you know kind of lines up a little bit here uh with the anniversary of this one and so it was you know would have been last week i guess in 1989 um so yeah just uh kind of good stuff but this one where you know pick a flare steamboat match and you're going to be impressed and so this is one that we know we're going to be impressed so uh, i know that's why i wanted to cover this one good well i'm pumped dude I'm I'm seriously I'm really pumped. Yeah. Uh, let's let's start at the beginning. Let's get into the build. Oh, it's time for the build. All right, so Chai Town Rumble. Is it Chai or Shy? Shy Town. I, I think I say Shy. Yeah, oh, but it's yeah, you're you're right. I'm wrong. Yeah. I knew it didn't sound right. Twitter will let I, us know. Chai is Chai T. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. Twitter, let us know. Like, uh, yeah, we'll we'll accept that. February twentieth, nineteen eighty nine. A long time ago, man. Long ass time ago. Yep. Yeah, long time ago. Uh, Chicago UIC Pavilion. That's the uh, University of Chicago downtown. Uh, Eight thousand in attendance. So let's take a look at this card. And man some really long matches on this card, right? Like, yeah, big show. Go back and look at WrestleMania four and you're going to find like 
30 matches that were all three minutes long. Meanwhile, down down south here, um, we've got these really long matches. So Michael Hayes defeats the Russian Assassin uh, in 15 minutes. Sting defeats Butch Reed in 20 minutes. Midnight Express uh, and Jim Cornette defeat the original Midnight Express and Paul Lee Dangerously in 15 minutes. Mike Rotunda defeats uh, Rick Steiner uh, in 16 minutes. Lex Luger defeats Barry Windham in 10 minutes. The Road Warriors defeat the Varsity Club in 8 minutes. And then the reason we're here, Steamboat, Flair. Just stacked card. That's crazy. Really stacked card. Really stacked card. So why, why did these guys not pose a bigger threat to Vince McMahon? Got two, got two theory or two reasons for you as I look at this card. Number one is they didn't have Hulk Hogan. Yep. So there was there was only one Hulk Hogan. And then the second, and, and I'm sure we'll we'll make this observation when we put this on. I, I'd bet anything. Look at visually this match and this presentation and compare it to 1989 WrestleMania five. Mm. WrestleMania six, Trump Plaza, Skydome, right? So, I mean, you look at the eras and just the lighting and the graphics and the larger-than-life characters. So, Vince, I mean, it's 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 a credit to Vince and Hulk Hogan, and you can argue who created who, who put who on the map. It's a, it's a great conversation. But, anyways, just an observation. But um, star ratings, uh Three and uh, three quarters for Luger Wyndham. Uh, otherwise, not that good, kind of bleak. But this match was obviously a classic. Um, build, let's go. Yeah, there's not a ton actually, and so I've got. It, I don't think I've ever had this few bullet points on this one. Just kind of crazy, and so um, you had it. Starcade actually, December nineteen eighty eight. Flair beating Luger to retain the title on this one. Um, the uh, it was actually then world championship wrestling steamboat returned to wcw uh it was actually a surprise return uh partnering against flair and barry windham and he was partnered with eddie gilbert and so um you actually had steamboat pinning flair to win that match and then demanding a shot against flair for the nwa world heavyweight championship and so um and then the end of january it was announced that these two would have a match and so um that's it. Like <laughs> you really don't need a whole lot more than that. It, it, it's really just you know he pinned him once. Like hey, I guess that means you should be the number one contender. And Flair accepted. So um, it doesn't need a whole lot because I'm I'm just excited to watch this one and see what happens. Well, and 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 you know remember too, this is the the timing's great too because you know Flair's Flair made man. Obviously, these two had wrestled a zillion times but this is after wrestlemania 3 mm -hmm. so steamboat goes away you know pretty good run intercontinental champion stole the show at the biggest wrestling show in the history of wrestling now he's back and he right. wants flair and he pins flair but now we get to this match so i'm excited i'm, I'm really excited me too, man. Uh, I want to remind everybody, though, before...
Before we get going on this one, of course, manscaped.com. Make sure you're using our promo code PAYOFF to get you 20% off free shipping everything in the store, yep, whether you need that. Hey, man, I'm telling you, yep, I, I got I to gotta look good, you know, all this stuff, vacations, things like that, looking good from a lady. And so uh, make sure you're using that promo code PAYOFF. Um, and then also True Classic Tees, PAYOFF25, PAYOFF25, just the numbers there, getting 25% off there as well, too. So uh, I am ready, sir, if you are ready. Two hours and one minute. Two hours, one minute. Chi-Town Rumble 89. Are you ready? Let's do it. It's time for the payoff. Oh, it's time for the payoff. For this challenge. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, 5'11", 235. Ric Flair, 6 feet, 242. Looking cut. Neither man will have an advantage as far as the size is concerned in this one. The finest official in the sport, Tommy Young, has been assigned this very important contest. Collar and elbow tie. Like young JR. Steamboat. I was going to is that is that JR? I don't it's know. Not it sure like sounds a like a really southern accent. I don't know. We'll have to check it out. But, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so you brought it up a little bit here. I'm curious. Uh, well, hang on, let me see if this says. Okay, this but do you food. see? Do you see my point I was making before? Look, look at this. Just look at the presentation compared to Vince. Yep. I mean the 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 turnbuckles look like they have rust on them. If you look at if you look behind the padding, it looks like they have rust on them. Okay. Yep. Yep. The lighting, eh, not bad, but not great. You know, you've got that like lighting that's like feels like right now it's like in your eyes. Okay. Yep. Dark, darker arena in the the upper area. I mean, that's the difference. We'll see the entrance here in a minute, I'm sure, but it, that's that's the difference. I mean, the stupid blue padding on the on the floor, the the um, the ring uh, a rail is like this cheap little blue thing. I mean, you see the difference, though, but that that matters. And so yep. Yep. it just always killed it on production. I mean, the, the ring apron's terrible. The the tables aren't covered. I'll, I'll stop talking about it now, but you get my point. Of, I mean, look at the ring. It just, I mean, like it, the, the corners of it just look like old and dungy. Yeah, absolutely. So in this too, so that uh, Jim Ross is commentating, but I believe that was the uh, friend of the payoff, uh, Magnum T.A., on oh. commentary so yep that makes sense so um slow start here kind of flair was working the outside as he does just kind of with a just kind of walking around being the heel like makes sense on this one so so this what this i wonder you know you said you said wrestlemania 4 which was 88 and so then 5 being 89 and so and this was kind of wedged in there um you know before wrestlemania 5 5 of course you know ending with um uh that would have been uh savage and dibiase you had the double dq with hoke no, five that's four five no that's what i'm saying no no that's what i'm saying four was that yeah and then five you have the mega powers exploding and so in and like comparatively here like to have this match like you figure your two top stars are in this match that's the best um, match you could have put forward at this time right exactly do you, like how much of this you know booking five the way it was like you put you know your you figure your two biggest stars um like is is there anything that 
uh, you know, other than, like you said, it does look kind of dingy at this point. That's just kind of how it was in a lot of ways, too. But was this, in some ways, Vince trying to put the nail in their coffin? Like, you know, how much how much of that? Because then even the, the following year at six, it was Warrior and Hogan. So could they keep up with that pace, do you think? Like, could NW, like, is that, is there any universe where, you know, Maybe Vince books it. Go ahead. Only shot. First of all, I just I just don't think anyone could in this era. I just don't think anybody could possibly compete with Vince McMahon. I mean, the Go guy's ahead. working twenty hours a day, seven days a week. He'll do anything it takes to win. I mean, who the hell wants to compete with that? I mean, you're competing against a you know a wrestling promotion owned by a TV network or an old territory guy, you know, I mean, you look at who they're, I mean, there was just never, I mean, you look at it from a business standpoint, there was just no way Vince was going to lose. But during this era, you know, Steamboat, hell of a baby face, hell of a nice guy, great wrestler, but Ricky Steamboat is not the macho man. He's not the ultimate warrior. He's certainly not Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. The other thing too is, you know, look, we love Flair. He's one of the all-time greats. In-ring, promo, character, outside of the ring, life story, everything, right? I mean, Flair, Flair's one of a kind. But Ric Flair, I don't believe, maybe outside of a couple times, ever really had the capacity to put 50, 60,000 people in an arena. Or yeah. a stadium. There's only one guy that did, really, during this era. So, you know, Flair, they they did a great crowd for him and Von Erich in, in, uh, in Texas, but that was because of Von Erich, right? I mean, you know, Flair was a heel. Flair was a heel that went for an hour and somehow won. And so... I just, you know, I just don't think they had a shot. Well, and especially when you look at it, I say the bigger By the picture. Way, this match is just awesome. I mean, these guys are just yeah. Flair being a heel again. Yes. And they tanned Ric Flair. Can you hear booing the shit out of him? Yep. You know, so, I, I was gonna say, I think I totally agree with your start. You, you talk about like did, did Flair? Well, I think that. There was definitely a time where, like, you know, he carried these promotions. He did. But to put on, when you look at it, Hogan did five WrestleMania main events in a row. Like, is there anybody, even, like, nowadays, that has the star power to do five WrestleManias in a row as the main event? Like, I don't, like... It, I don't. It hasn't happened. It, it being the main event, like, but it, 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 could anybody like could Cena could well, the Rock like? Well, he arguably did eight because. Oh yeah. At five. Um, I'm sorry. At four, they kind of you know it was like the tournament, but they kind of headlined you know the him and uh, Andre. And then yeah, it was it was on the poster, yeah. Yes, and then seven and, and, and eight was that co-main event, but um 
Yeah, I mean, it's just so much different now with 12 shows a year. So, you know, yeah, could someone be in the mix for eight straight? I mean, hell, you know, Roman Reigns. I mean, he he's going to end up being, you know, in, in a headline main event spot for the better part of 10. Wow, Steamboat up to awe. Uh, I thought he was going to yeah. do it. Oh, I did too, yep. I wonder if that's a DQ in this era. Yeah. So, again, Flair on the outside. Yeah, and, and I'm like, yeah, okay, so maybe Roman, like, you know, which I, I haven't asked the question. I feel like we're on the road. I'm allowed to ask this question now. Cody's going to beat him, right? Has to. Yeah. The problem, here's the problem. If you don't, Cody's never going to be hotter than he is right now. Right. Yep. Okay. And, and I'll even argue, I will even say, I don't think he's as hot now as he was six months ago. Okay. And I will also say that I believe within the next six months, he will be a heel. Cody will. Yeah. I I don't, I just don't think there's money in him being a baby face for, for much longer. And I, and I, and I think it could get old really fast. I mean, the aw shucks, I want to win the title for dad. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy for it, and I want yep. to see that moment. I Where do you go from there? Well, in the I, other... I, I think he's a heel. I, th I think, I actually, I mean, he comes out in a suit. He kind of looks like a heel already. I, I just, I think, I mean, it depends on how far you want to go with it. But, I mean, here, I, I'll put it this way. I would, if I were a writer for WWE and I was in that room, I would at least throw out the idea of, hey, when he wins, we give him the crowning moment. Roman's going to shake his hand. Cody's going to attack him and turn heel. Mm. And next night on Raw, he's going to say, I can't believe that you dumb sons of bitches bought that whole story yeah. about how much I wanted to win this time. My dad didn't care about the WWF title. He cared about the NWA championship. I came here. I came here from a rival organization, and I'm here to take over. I would strongly consider that storyline and have Cody just turn on everyone. Now, the, will they? Probably not. You probably want to get as much mileage out of the babyface run, sell a bunch of merchandise. His American Nightmare logo and shtick, I think, lends itself to being a babyface. But I would talk about him being a heel immediately. I'd also talk about him being a heel at some point, I, like a championship reign that starts as a huge babyface but ends as a heel. And who beats him? I think a babyface Roman Reigns could beat him at SummerSlam. I think a babyface uh, Drew McIntyre could beat him on the next UK show. I think a uh, babyface Seth Rollins could potentially beat him. There's a lot more I think you can do with Cody as a heel than as a babyface. Uh, which these guys are beating the hell out of each other too. Like Steamboat is really laying into Flair at this point, which has been pretty fun to see actually. I'd like um, to see a babyface Edge have one more championship run and beat a heel Cody. Well, and the hot thing right now, and who knows, like 
it's what it seems the Twitter universe wants is uh is who is hotter right now though Cody or Sammy to beat Roman because a lot of stuff that I've been reading says hey cowards let Sammy beat Roman there but that they don't see Sammy as the top guy like I don't, you know. I, I I have two thoughts on that so my first inclination is absolutely not keep your eye on the prize which is Cody ends Roman Reigns' reign at WrestleMania, huge main event, closes it down Sunday night. And I and I think that's what you have to do. Yep. I will say, and, and look, and, and, and but part of me says, man, if you have Sammy winning, it's a, and by the way, we're recording this before Elimination Chamber. I think Elimination Chamber already occurred, so we won't waste too much time on this. But um, but if you have Sammy win, it's a massive moment. Yep. And just like, in, in my comparison, would be Eddie Guerrero beating Brock Lesnar the month before WrestleMania. A moment we still talk about. Mm -hmm. But if all they wanted was moments then Drew McIntyre would have beat Roman Reigns in the UK. It clashed, it, yeah. It only lasted for a month. So I believe their, their contention as an organization is that we, we're never going to have another situation ever again where we have a champion for multiple years like this. Mm -hmm. So we have to honor it, and it has to end at WrestleMania. But, I mean, you saw that UK thing. That would have been one of the biggest pops of all time. Oh yeah, Sammy beating Roman. I mean, Sammy. And it, but you know, you could also argue the the pop for Sammy was the chair shot. It's it would not be the pinfall. And then where do you go with Sammy as champ? Uh, oh, you do Sammy Cody. Well, everyone wants uh, Sammy to beat Cody, and now Cody's a heel, and that's not what you want. So, yeah, I mean, they just they got themselves into into quite a little pickle. But I think the moment with Sammy was the chair shot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Big chops here now from Steamboat Flair taking them. Yeah, these guys, they have been eating the hell out of each other now for the better part of this entire match. Another chop. How Ooh, much can, can these men take, as we have said? Oh, he's upside down. He goes down the apron. The Nature Boy's up top. What the hell was that? That was incredible. <laughs> My God, that was a, we're talking about a few inches. I thought Flair was going to spin out there to the outside. And he ran to the other turnbuckle, up it, and then hit a crossbody. That was insane. Everybody's on their feet. God, oh, they're all. He's got it locked in on the challenger. This is Flair's forte. He knows how to hurt you. He knows how to apply the pressure. He can make this so excruciating. <laughs> that was insanity. That was great, though. You know what defies physics, science, biology? What? Is Ric Flair's cardio during this era, despite having 30 no, night? Knowing what we know now, yeah. How is it possible? Jeff, I, I have a couple beers and I'm hungover these days. And they were doing it every night. You're just built for it. It's just different, man. The pills and everything. Like, yeah. Well, that's like, I, I you know, I, I think like back to Rumble and like, all, like, you know, yeah, well, Cody won it like Gunther was still the star on that one of like literally setting all records for the longest ever 
and doing what he did. I can't like, and then he's pulling power bombs after 55, 60, 65 minutes. Like, like, and someone pointed out, I forget it was like, so they were the final two. And normally they go to the quick finish on the rumble. They had like a 13 minute match, like, or like 12 minute match after it was just the two of them. Like, and, and Cody was a little bit fresher, you know, because of when he came in at 30, but like, if you go, you know, 60 plus minutes and then, okay, now we're going to start our match. Like that's insanity. Like that's crazy. And like these guys, like you figure not just like the alcohol, but the, like the, the drugs and everything else. And just, you Flair know, was just an alcohol guy, just to be clear. I don't think he was popping pills and all that stuff, but those that were, I mean, it's just, it's wild. Yeah. And just all of that stuff. Like, you know, cause you figure, you know, probably rolled up to the arena at five o'clock, you know, kind of got ready leisurely, like, you know, just kind of, you know, hanging out. Like that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So you know, he worked him hard on the figure four. Everybody's cheering. We got people up all over the place, like things happening. Yeah. There's just a lot going on. And they're both like selling like crazy too. So Flair working the leg, kind of playing up that angle as well too. This is just really good stuff here. Yep. I mean, it's just this is phenomenal. Is the uh, I know it's early, but is twenty twenty three going to be uh, Ric Flair's retirement match? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's going to do another one. You know? All right. Yeah. Hard to say. You just, you never know what, I feel like every interview he wants it though. Like, and so it's hard to say what's going to happen here. Oof. Big tumble to the outside. Do you, do you think he does another match? Um, I think so. I, I think he wants it too bad. Like, I, I think that, Man, it's just hard. Uh, you know, a part of, I I don't want to see it, but I also think the man can't stay away. I think he has to. I think he has a structure around him, though. You know, Connor, like people that could help him do another match. Um, that who knows? Maybe the right person comes along and he wants to, you know, do it. Um, I it's I don't know. I could see him just getting physical in a WWE ring again, like some crazy angle of like, you know, he obviously was just back for the 30th. And so, you know, doesn't need to cut a promo, but maybe takes a couple chops or something and then pops up against somebody like, you know, who knows? Yeah. Well, you could throw a guy like the Miz in that situation who wouldn't be hurt by it. and It'd be super entertaining. Well, and speaking of like legends, you know, not coming back, uh, like, uh, are you, were you a fan of the uh, Mountain Dew pitch black match? We haven't talked about it at all yet. Like, I, I had no issue with it. I mean, it just got shit on I, from what I saw online. I, I'm yeah. like, it, it was fine. It was like eight minutes long. Like, it was different. I mean, not everything has to be like a straight wrestling match. It was a different presentation. Look, it was a it was a show that was four hours long that had two Royal Rumbles and had a long, super dramatic main event. I mean, it's it's a variety show. You do it. Hey, do I need to see one again this year? No, but 
they're just trying different stuff. It was perfectly fine. What do you think? Uh, my okay. thought right now, here's our... Just, Jeff, people watch this shit just looking to be angry. I look at it wanting to be entertained. The I thought, and I told my brother this actually, uh, that I think the, the presentation of Bray Wyatt is a 10 out of 10. Like, I, I don't ever want that to... Oh, Flair using the ropes here, uh, trying to get some leverage. Come on, ref, look up. Um, the yeah, I think the the presentation is a ten out of ten. I feel like the story right now is like a two out of ten. They're not moving it at a pace that is keeping me interested. And so every week, I wish there was some kind of progression, even if it was little. But there's two. Like they keep talking about the Wyatt six. Like there's literally two people. You figure Alexa is going to be three. Like you know whether it's the puppets or whatever. Too like who knows? But like I just, I thought the match was. I thought the match was actually pretty fun. I thought it was a, a different dynamic. Like I know they made like you said they made fun of it. Like it's in a laser tag arena and stuff like that. But also like. Uh, it looked different. It looked cool. He had the cool paint on and stuff that you could only see under those lights. Like I thought that that was a really cool presentation in the way they did it, but also like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to kind of get some answers here. I'm ready for something to be happening because I feel like that part of it. Wow. What a bridge up there. Um, after this long, uh, that I feel like it's getting stagnant to me, but like, I don't like, again, like it, it should be a, money printer and it's just not for them and maybe their internals are showing that he is i saw that cody's got one of the highest you know or after uh what was it like rumble his like merchandise was just off the charts which yeah. I get it, but maybe you know that's what Bray's doing too. But also like, and I, I've said, hey, we we had the uh, the undead you know, the undead Undertaker for thirty plus years. Like I'm all for, as my buddy Twig likes to say, like I'm all for a little supernatural in my wrestling. I am all for a little supernatural in my wrestling. But like, yep, like you know what? That's fun. Like do it right. It doesn't all have to be grounded. Like you know, you can have some fun with it. But also, like you know, let let's keep it moving forward here. Let's keep telling the story because I want to. I want the story. I want to know more. But I feel like, you know, for a, a ten minute segment on Raw that they announce is like a headliner thing, and then it doesn't come on until ten o'clock. It's like I'm ready for bed at that point. Like let, let, let's do do something here with what you got. I don't know how much time we've even got left in this baby. Feet. Jim, he's going for this it. is just unbelievable, man. Yeah, he's it really is. Right Everybody on their feet. The dragon. With a ditto top. Ric Flair is in trouble. The dragon. <laughs> that was going to be way more impressive than it was. It's just like a judo chop. He just chopped him on his head and Flair went down. He's on top. The dragon will fly. He nailed it. Oh, Tommy Young went there down. Oh, ref bump. Tommy Young, the referee down. There's nobody there to make the count. Wow. Place is just going nuts, man. Got a ref oh, dead. Bad referee placement, yep. Flair's got the tights, got the roll up. But the ref not there to count it, yep. Good stuff, though, up to this point. Like, they're just 
they manhandle each other. Steamboat. Nope. Try to toss him outside, but Steamboat going up to the top again here. Steamboat flies, but he missed it. He missed the flying oh. press off the top. And now Flair has turned the corner. He twists the leg inside. Wait a minute, inside cradle. Can he hold him? Yes, he can. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat has won the world title. It was the ultimate counter. Who would have believed it out of nowhere? Hold them up. In 23 minutes and 18 seconds, the winner and new world heavyweight champion, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Blair beside himself. Wow. And look, look at the pop for him, too. My goodness. Everybody losing their minds out there. Wow. Great right. stuff. Let's get into the aftermath. Oh, it's time for the aftermath. Well, that was, uh, I didn't know what to expect, and it absolutely exceeded my expectations. Like, I, it, boy, it was really. 23 minutes of nonstop wrestling. That's that is exactly what that was. Couldn't couldn't have said it better myself, dude. That was yeah. absolutely fantastic. Oh, just crazy. So wow. Um, yeah. So getting in. So of course, this then the uh, leading to a bunch of rematches where you had Steamboat. Presented as kind of the the family man, and then Flair is the the ladies man, and so um, there is this uh, Shy Town Rumble taking place, like we said, in February February twentieth. Um, you then in April second, you had the Clash of Champions six. You had Steamboat defeating Flair again. That was a two out of three falls match to retain the title. It was a fifty five minute match, um, and then Flair, and so. Uh, yeah, it, 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 because Flair's foot was on the bottom rope during the third fall of that one, it was announced they were going to have another rematch. It was actually April 9th, just a week later, a main event um, for the title. And so, and then even again, another one, it was actually Wrestle War. This is where Flair did beat Steamboat, and it was rated as 1989's match of the year. And so, it's crazy to me. Like the match we just saw, I don't know if you still have it on. Like there, Steamboat's yeah. in the locker room getting sprayed with champagne and stuff like that. Like just really cool. Um, and so, ooh, take a sip. There we go. A champion. Um, and so, um, yeah, like to think that if this match was not the match of the year and they had better ones coming like this was just crazy and so um but then after that after he lost the uh the title he actually remained the number one contender um it was actually had some feuding there with lex luger at this point and so um uh it, it really his kind of last match uh because of contract issues 
uh against luger uh 1989 like that was kind of it for him and so um you had then flair of course dealing with then the uh jtex corporation you had the reformed horseman as well too and his feud with sting which we've talked about before um which later or would be the following year following summer 1990 flair dropping the title to sting at great american bash and so um pwi couldn't find it actually i don't know just kind of not out there i'll have to dig a little bit more and i can put it on twitter for those of you that want and so uh but the write-ups on this one flair steam or well Meltzer gave this one five stars shouldn't surprise any anybody on that one uh the torch on this one writing the actual title bout was an all-time classic uh some of the write-ups on this one here so this is just they kind of capture them all absolutely phenomenal that's what this business is all about i've been watching wrestling for 30 years and it's the greatest thing i've ever seen i can't get over the match uh that's what wrestling should be like flair's work was up to its usual par and steamboats high spots were fabulous i expected the match to be great and dished out 20 bucks to see greatness i got what i paid for five stars says dave Meltzer. uh in unison right after the match matches conclusion they sat front row at the line of live event and so uh it might as well quit watching wrestling now since i've never seen anything better than that display uh yeah and so and so and uh uh yep uh wade on this one saying well there you have it this is the immediate reaction uh to the main event uh, i cannot argue with any of the above quotes it was truly a classic bout that will go down in history as one of the all-time greatest and so um and this was one of many five-star matches that uh Meltzer gave them so uh tom where are you going to rank this one did this is probably one of the easiest ones that I've had to give a payoff score to. It's a yep. 10. Yep. It, 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 it has it to be. Yep. 10, man, you know, all the history between these two guys, title change, crowd going nuts, incredible 23-minute match. I will tell you, and I'm not saying this based on eras. I'm just saying in general, you know, we watched that Okada match recently. Yep. Give me that match. Give me give me the Flair Steamboat match any day. It, it's a it's a better it's a better match, man. The, the psychology's better. The suspense is better. It, it it's just a it's a better match, man. I mean that that is like a perfect professional wrestling match. It's almost shocking, like comparing that to this, it, it feels crazy, but like they did more, it feels like in 20 ish minutes on this match than they like than that match did. It, it never let up, it was non stop, like you know, just a ton of action the whole time. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm obviously a 10 as well, too, on this one. Like, I feel like every once a month now or every other month now, we got to do these kind of flare steamboat matches because if this was the first of five and they only got better after this point, like, Oh man, we are, we are in for a treat on this one. This is one that, uh, if you have not watched this one in a while, go back and watch this one because it is worth it. As they say, it is worth the $20. It is worth the payoff. Uh, it was very good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I just, I loved it. I, I can't believe how good it was. Yep. Well, that was fun, dude. Awesome. Yeah. Let's send them home. Happy. Well, as always, thank you for joining us for an all-new episode of The Payoff. 
And next week, man, ECW, I, I mean, what a transition. Like, I cannot wait for this match. I haven't seen it in many, many years, but I remember it being a classic, and I cannot wait. So uh, Bam Bam and Taz next week, Living Dangerously 98. I'm Tom. That's Jeff. We'll see you next week on an all-new episode.